This is Deconversion Therapy. I'm Karen. And I'm that Bonnie. Is, <laughs> it is. It's Bonnie. And she's a little loopy, so this is going to be fun. But welcome. I am trying. You're I'm trying doing... to remain positive and loopy because uh, it's been easy to get crappy feeling. You're doing much better than I am, so you're doing good this morning. Um, we didn't record yesterday because someone uh, was in a crappy mood. <laughs> someone, um, yeah, Bonnie was having a day, and the last two weekends, I mean, one weekend, I was not good. So we're like, let's just let listeners know that it is very difficult to laugh at anything right now and very difficult to find subject matter that we feel okay, you know, having a good time with because everything is so shitty and everyone is being terrible and racist and no one's wearing a mask and <laughs> there's, it's just <laughs> shitty. Okay, so down here in South Florida this morning, our county... Palm Beach County uh, allowed restaurants to open up at twenty five percent capacity. So oh, I was we've been to open a- at fifty percent. That's why Tennessee's always on the number one of everything in the state. We're number one on everything. Mm-hmm. Suicide, um. uh, uh, opioids. <laughs> Woo. Well, I talked to a friend whose dad. Used to do this, and certainly the second they opened it up, he was the first one at the IHOP this morning. Oh, my God. I'm thinking this is probably the first time they cleaned the IHOP in, you know, four months. Yeah. (laughs) Every time you go there, can't you just see, like, a film of all the children that have been there before, plus a slightly moist (laughs) bar rag? Yep. And how the syrup containers, you open them, and there's that first little crack open because how the syrup is congealed from the last person. (laughs) That little layer on top. Yeah, Um, yeah. Hey, so I should tell everybody, if you haven't worked in a restaurant, please know that I'm not lying when I tell you this. Bring your own cutlery if you're going to go out to eat because I worked with a guy. He was the nicest thing. And he was funny, and he told a woman who asked for a new fork, sure, no problem, went off, went to the back, got a clean fork, stuck it in his mouth, dried Mm -hmm. it off on his apron, and handed it to her. And she said, thank you. And he said, my pleasure. That's so. Yeah. The moral of that is twofold. One, don't be a shit pile to servers because you (laughs) just... If if you get to heaven and you get to ask God a question, ask him how much spit you've consumed. <laughs> and and then you're going to get your answer. But number two, they could do all sorts of things to you. Yeah, there's that. I think it was um, the pizza delivery people. And was it Domino's? And like a kid peed on the pizza. I right. could be taking this way out of, you know, what the truth was. But... Definitely. Always am paranoid about that. But in Tennessee, there are people now just packing into restaurants, um, lining up, 
I saw a good meme about, you know, Americans are the only ones after a few weeks of a pandemic who are like, ah, I'm bored now. It's right. over. <laughs> it's just we have no attention span and we don't we don't think communally like a lot of other countries do. And oh that's a real God. nice way to say we're a lot of selfish assholes in this country. Yeah, for sure. We don't think communally. Yeah. I was telling Bonnie the other day, yesterday, that we saw, you know, the usual pickup truck or Jeep with a big American flag hanging out the back and a big Trump flag. And it's like, have we ever seen flags that just a big Obama and just, you know, on a Prius going down the highway? (laughs) Will there be big Biden ones? It's just... A totally different <laughs> ball game, and that's why laughing at stuff is. I know difficult. So that's in why real life we have an ability to be serious, but for you, we're putting it on. I know we're faking it for you, um, but that's why instead of uh, doing something too serious. On this episode, we're going to laugh at you because it's our <laughs> annual, really monthly, letter episode. So, yeah. So this time we're laughing at you. Thank you for sending us letters. Um, Please send us more letters. Go to our website, deconversiontherapypodcast.com, where you'll see a little place that you can send them in. And, you know, the more, the better. Yeah, you want to read uh, yours first, Bonnie. Yep, I hope you I get an accent. Well, I think I do. Good. Um, <laughs> here is my story. Uh, okay, she starts off, I love your podcast. This is from Aaron. Um, I love your podcast. I have a story for you. Good. I went to theological college in Northern Ireland, Ooh. Europe's equivalent of the Bible Belt. Billy Graham once described Northern Ireland as the last bastion of the gospel when the rest of Europe had turned to horrible, sinful things (laughs) like selling alcohol on Sunday. (laughs) I digress. My story begins in the college dining room during coffee hour, the most sacred time of day. Okay, first of all, did we even have coffee at our Baptist University in the dining hall? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We did? I would think. Okay. I mean, we weren't okay. anti-coffee. We didn't. No, I just, I don't remember it. Yeah. Well, you know, hmm. those commonwealthy type places are very into their tea breaks. And when yeah. I was living in Australia, every time you went to someone's house, they'd offer you coffee or tea. And you said yes, because it's like the thing to do. And I was mm-hmm. so hopped up for months (laughs) and then Colin's like you know you can ask for water or something and I'm like okay let me do that (laughs) but everyone's always like okay at work you know time for a cupper I'm like damn yeah I gotta drink again (laughs) um so our college dining room had this disgusting thing made with broccoli and cheddar cheese and raisins and probably mayonnaise yes 
Anyhow, uh, I don't think that stuff was ever touched. No. Anyway, uh, okay, so back to the letter. I was talking to a classmate I didn't know that well, and somehow my health came into the conversation. I've had arthritis since I was a kid. The guy enthusiastically told me how he'd seen God do many miraculous healings during his mission trips to Africa. White savior complex alert. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And that God could do the same for me. He asked if he could pray for me, and I wasn't bold enough to refuse. He grabbed my hand in the middle of coffee time with plenty of onlookers and prayed that Jesus would heal my screwed up joints. (laughs) I was mortified. When he was done, he asked me to test if the healing had worked. He asked if I had any pain. I said no, and he took that as an immediate victory for Jesus. (laughs) Jesus won. Arthritis zero. Nah, the reason why I had no pain was the freaking steroids I was taking thanks to modern medicine. That was one of many events that led me to deconverting while still at theological college. (laughs) Oh, and I still have arthritis. (laughs) Can you, first of all, like, who asks if you can pray for somebody? uh, It happens. Just do it. All the time, though. I posted a picture on our Instagram Months ago, I'll repost it about how I caught someone putting their hands on a girl's head and praying for her in the mall outside of a Victoria's Secret. And for what? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know if they struck up conversation. I don't know what was going on. But it also reminds me of the one we did on Bethel Church where they prayed for the lady in the wheelchair and then they were like, yeah. now get up, get up, you know. What? I know. She's like, mm, maybe it's a delayed reaction. That's the thing. It seems like it's so much like I need to have credit for the fact that I'm praying for you. Yeah. I can't just do it. Right. But you know, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my beef. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pray you don't like beef. All right. <laughs> oh, no. That leads. It's a bad segue. Okay. Here's. It is a bad segue, but let's talk again how you gave up vegetarianism for a Slim Jim. No. It is that science. That's the heart's desire. <sighs> okay. Here's a write-in from Austin. I think I know who Austin is. Maybe. We'll see. Here's my story. Quote, masturbation is a sin, you know. Em- a mortal- <laughs> Sorry. My whole head recoiled when you started with that word. <laughs> the Im- That's great. The immortal words from mom. Quote, I disagree with that line of theology. From Austin, (laughs) Oxford, Mississippi. All right. He starts, I was an earnest Christian teenager raised in a very earnest Christian home. But as much as I love God, I really wanted to understand more about sex, since that's a lesson I wasn't going to be taught. Just (laughs) get those National Geographics. Okay. I had heard that condom usage would drastically alter the experience. I was captain of the... (laughs) Where do you hear that? (laughs) That's the talk. Hasn't hasn't learned anything except... Yeah, just the underground talk from person to person. (laughs) I was captain of the science team and decided to try an experiment. (laughs) 
I'll wait. The science team. I love the justification. Like, all right. <laughs> I masturbated with a condom one night and, not wanting to get caught, left it under my bed. Ugh. No! <laughs> Until I could properly dispose of it once I got back from school. It would be fine. Both my parents worked during the day. Except today. Uh, my mom found the condom while I was at school, but instructed <laughs> my dad to talk to me about it. I love the old handoff. Right. When I got home, he sat me down in the living room and alerted me to my mom's discovery. <laughs> he wanted to know if I was having sex. I told him, unfortunately, no. I then told him about how I had heard of the different experience and that I was just trying to find out for myself before I had any, quote, skin in the game, as it were. God. <laughs> My dad looked thoughtful, and then he said, quote, I like meat to meat myself. Oh, no. Quote. No. <laughs> <laughs> so if that, if that didn't ruin Austin for life, thinking of his parents, then, yeah, there you go. There's, oh. there's some mind-altering stuff, which reminds me. Because that means mom is meat. Go ahead. Yep. Um <laughs> That reminds me, we're recording this close to Mother's Day, and on Mother's Day, <laughs> my family gave me a gift, so I looked at my husband, and I'm like, I want to thank you for having sex with me so I could become a mother, and just, I love oh. to watch my daughters just <laughs> vomit in their mouths. They're, <laughs> a, you know, adults, and so... Barely. Exactly. No one ever wants to hear that. Right. And that's like this perfect time to just make them feel, uh, yeah, disgusted, embarrassed, and <laughs> leaving that picture in their mind. My Mother's Day <laughs> gift to you, children. All right. Bring it on home, Bonnie. What have you got? Oh, is that it? That's it. Austin's <laughs> dad. <laughs> okay, um, here is my story. This is from somebody who said it's okay to use their name, Chris. Hey, ladies, I enjoy your podcast quite a bit. It's nice to have a group that I don't have to explain stuff to. They just get it. Yeah. I grew up in a super fundy household in the Midwest. Talking submissive wives, no pants on the ladies. Oh, God. <laughs> that doesn't mean they have nothing on, like I interpreted it. <laughs> No pants on the ladies. No jewelry or cutting your hair. Oh. No TV or movies. Oh. Yeah. Or non-worship music. Ugh. So as a disclaimer, I just want you to know how completely clueless and brainwashed my sisters and I were. <laughs> wow. We have awesome listeners. I know. Okay. <laughs> we have um, awesome clueless <laughs> listeners. It's great. <laughs> Not now. Um as you know, the occult is real, the devil is all around oh, us, yeah. and we are all just seconds away from being possessed by demons. <laughs> I know I am. For whatever reason, my sister, 15 at the time, and her friend are having a sleepover, and I get a hysterical phone call at work late at night with them both crying and sobbing, asking me to come to the friend's house. 
I'm about 17, so wondering, what's up? Why aren't they calling mom? All I can get out of my sister is, we messed up. You have to come help us. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that there's not going to be a dead body because (laughs) I don't think anybody would write that into a podcast. But they're so naive, they might not But it's so dramatic. Yeah. And why can you just leave work? What kind of job is that? It's a TCBY. Oh, well, he's going to tell us. So I leave work, working the clothes shift at Dairy Queen. But Chris could be a girl. Yeah. Okay. It could. Yep. Yep. Um, Working the clothes shift at a Dairy Queen. (gasps) Take off to the friend's house and am met in the driveway by two hysterical girls clutching a life board game. (laughs) Sister and sister's friend had decided to court evil by creating a sort of Ouija board by writing letters on the top of the game spaces (laughs) and somehow incorporating the spinner. (laughs) They were already on red alert, having engaged in a game of chance. (gasps) But now they fucked up by bringing in the straight double. (laughs) Straight up double. I think on the first question... Of course, about a boy. Somehow the spinner moved and obviously all hell was fixing to break <laughs> loose. <laughs> I wish I could say I smirked, reassured the silly girls, and went on my way, but no. I loaded the girls and this instrument of spiritual warfare into my Ford Escort. <laughs> and we went <laughs> into town and tore the board into little pieces. I know the spinner went into the dumpster behind White Castle. <laughs> the details uh parts of the board went behind taco bell (laughs) wendy's rallies and i think dairy queen the little white buildings all got distributed evenly so that the spirits would be confused (laughs) and not be able to find each other (laughs) somehow no cops pulled up behind the very suspicious acting teenagers at 2 a.m hanging around dumpsters and i guess we really thwarted satan's plan because none of us got possessed It sounds silly now, but I was genuinely terrified that a spirit could escape the trunk. We had wrapped it in a couple trash bags for transport and take over my body. I guess thanks to my clever thinking, those poor demons are still circling southeast Ohio looking for their buddies from the life board game. Oh, my God, that's brilliant. I totally relate to that. And, yeah, the details. I love everything, like Ford Escort and the dumpsters and the names. I I totally relate to all of that. I was telling you about how the church I went to for a while in Nashville years ago, they believed, and when I was in YWAM, that, yeah, demonic spirits can attach to physical objects. Yes. And that praying, you know, to the most all-powerful deity just doesn't do the trick. You've got to do all these gymnastics to get the spirits. Oh, man. You know they went. Okay, so that's great. The power of prayer doesn't do the trick. No, but a White Castle dumpster possibly <laughs> could. Right. So, ah, unbelievable. thank you for I mean, making I us see... laugh on. Uh, uh. I can see really being afraid of that because every time anybody's talked about a Ouija board, I'm like, mm-mm. Oh, I just, yeah. I don't want to freak myself out. No, I agree. Uh, all right. So thank you so much. Keep sending these letters. The details crack us up. <laughs> um, and and the uh, 
just just the naivete of all of us. Yeah, it's so great, and I, I especially love that a seventeen year old. That's pretty much almost an adult. So uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks you, thanks you, thank you so much. We will uh, we will tell you. You can find us on Instagram. That's where the majority of people seem to find the things that we post that Karen posts. I shouldn't say we so much. Um, I'm getting ready to go back to work. Um, so, so Karen is lucky and gets to post things. Um, you can find us on Twitter, but not so much, but at deconversiontherapypodcast.com and send your letters and look for us on wherever you subscribe to your podcasts and you could do the little rating thing and reviewing. And we love again. to see the reviews and we use that yeah. to help market us to other people. So if you haven't done that. Go ahead and, uh, you know, write your craziest, funniest one there because we love it. It's like getting little love letters. <laughs> and people don't ask if you can pray for someone. Just do it. Yes. Or don't because it doesn't do anything. <laughs> and that's our show. Have a great week. Stay safe and only be shit piles to people who deserve it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.